How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Right now, we're going to talk to Stephen Bates. It's time for a McCafe coffee catch-up because the next generation of New Zealand rugby stars are strutting their stuff this week in Taupo during the Super Rugby Under-20 competition where all New Zealand Super Rugby franchises and a Barbarian side are represented. Stephen Bates is the coach of the Blues outfit who today faced the Under-20 Highlanders team at 3pm. Batesy, morning. Good morning, mate. How are you? Oh, very well. Thanks for joining the show, mate. Um, you had, you've had one, you one game into the tournament up against the Hurricanes, an unfortunate loss for you guys. But, mate, how are you tracking heading into the, today's performance against the Highlanders? Oh, well, yeah, I suppose we only picked up one injury, mate, so that's a good thing, I suppose. And mm. uh, as, a to- as the tournament or the week goes longer, it becomes um, a little battle of attrition. So we're one man down, but that's, uh, although mm. it's disappointing for us, it's, it's not the worst scenario we could be facing with. Nice. And what about, mate, I've been watching a wee bit on the tally, the depth. Are you happy with what you've been, like, obviously you're happy with what you've got in the squad, the makeup. but have you been, had a look at the other squads and, and how do you see the depth in New Zealand at under 20 level? Yeah, we, we've had a, uh, we've had a look at the Chiefs, we've had a look at the, obviously the Hurricanes mm. and we've had a look at the Highlanders as well. And um, yeah, obviously there's, there's good depth around. Um, few positions, talking about us mainly, few positions we, um, we sort of uh, had a couple of injuries which test our depth um, in the sort of pre-season and stuff like that. But as a general rule, as you know, mate, there's, uh, there's always plenty of good footballers around. So, But it is a, it is a yeah. tough old week, that's for sure. Hey, Steve, it's Kemby here, mate. Just on, on that, um, that development part, most of these players would be signed up, I'm guessing, to super um, franchises. But are there any NRL agents walking around trying to target some of your kids? <laughs> Yeah, there is. Well, no, these guys are not necessarily signed up. Most most of these guys, I'd say, there's probably only a handful, to be fair, that are signed up by Super Rugby sides. Although there might be um, some that are signed up uh, in development pathways. Most of them would be signed by provincial unions and one description or another. But yeah, of course there is, mate. There's definitely uh, NRL um, clubs floating around. There's everyone floating around here. And to be fair, you know, with my New Zealand rugby head on, we want them all to stay here. But um, you'd be silly if you're an NRL club and not poke your nose in because, um, yeah, um, there is, as you mentioned, there is plenty of talent here and uh, everyone's looking uh, looking for the next uh, Israel Dag. <laughs> hey, Batesy, I've spent a bit of time with you on the airways, mate. You've got a great analytical mind. Uh, you know your rugby. Uh, you're on to it, mate, with everything you do. What, what kind of coach are you? Like, I've been coached by many coaches before, and they've all got their point of difference. What, what's Batesy's coaching? What importance do you uh, – what, what area do you put a lot of uh, focus on when you're a coach? Well, as a coach, as a coach, I think like within within the game of rugby, I think the breakdown is hugely important, both sides of the ball. So really, really focus on that, you know. And and if we're not getting into like the nitty gritty and specifics of the game, I think what I try and what I try and be, and um, there's a time to uh, there's a there's a time to concentrate and there's a time to work hard, and, and I certainly don't blur the lines between 
between that, but also, you know, I think as a general, I have a pretty good relationship with most of most of the people that I coach. Um, we like to have a bit of fun. I don't see myself as, as higher than anyone else. I just like to get on and, yeah. and enjoy what we do. And I, I think that sort of, um, that sort of um, develops a relationship with the boys where hopefully they can trust me. And, um, and we get on quite well. They know, they know that I've got the best interests, their best interests, and also the team's best interests at heart. And, and that's the way I, I like to operate. But if you're talking about specifically on-field stuff, um, I really enjoy sort of the contact area because I, I believe within reason you win contact, you win rugby games. Talking about contact area, we're getting to the nitty-gritty part of the season in the super competition and the Blues are on top. In that area of contact, do you think that they can get the Crusaders this year in the final? <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, I might not have a job. I'm actually, I'm actually away from the big boys for a week, but if I say no, I might not have a job Monday. So um, <laughs> I, I think I'm going to say yes. Um, but one thing, one thing I will say is, and I don't think it's a two-horse race by any stretch of the imagination. Mm. Um, you guys would have watched that Brumbies game, and I know there wasn't six tries to five or anything like that, but you talk about the contact area and stuff that, that I really enjoy, and I know people say the purists of the game and stuff like that. I don't believe I'm a, I'm a purist, but um, how good was the contact area, although, although quite messy and probably a few penalties? Jeez, Brumbies hooked in, so... From from a Blues mm. point of view, you think with with one game to go until until quarterfinals, um, mate, they've had two sort of um, sort of open running games against the Rebels, and then they've come back, and then they've had the Brumbies, which was just an absolute arm wrestle. And if I wasn't on the radio, you could call it something else, but um, it was just a, an absolute struggle. So I, I believe that set them up quite well. Um, for what's going to come uh, quarter-final, semi-final, and, and hopefully for them, um, final time. Mate, you've been in the environment. You've, you've been around for a few years now. The biggest difference for you this year, um, have you seen anything that really stands out from a Blues perspective? And, and just tell us about the importance of, of a Bowden Barrett when he is playing like he is at the moment, world-class. Yeah, well, I'll probably, I'll probably first I'd say the, the difference I reckon is this. There's real sort of accountability within not only the leadership group, and it's easy just to say the leadership group does a wonderful job, and you know, and people say, oh, yep, but the, the other people, the other people around, but there is accountability in the team, you know, and they, you know, yeah. maybe it's a, it's a bit of an old stock standard thing, I don't know, but mate, they do, they're, they're accountable for what they do. Um, they've got a good squad depth, so people can step up when they've needed to, and they've needed to as well. Um, so you know, they're, they're in tune with each other. The leadership group leads them well, but also the other guys really buy into what they're doing and, and everyone puts their hand up. And you talk about Bodhi, like, um, you know, when you've got, when you've got a, a, a squad that will work yep. really hard and get stuck in and not giving, not giving anything away and, and really want to play for each other, then you've just got someone that, that is just absolute class, as you guys know, as well as I do. He just sees things that, he sees things five <laughs> seconds um, ahead of what the mortal man sees. And, um, yeah. and he plays on top of that with his speed. So you've got someone like that who's, who's conducting, uh, conducting the people around the field. And I must mention as well, Stevie Perifet has been pretty good in that space as well. Oh. But he is uh, mm. absolute class, isn't he, Bodie? And Stevie and him are doing a, uh, a great one-two punch. Hey, mate, can I just ask you about that accountability? I, I feel like at the moment we're probably seeing 
lack of with, with the Warriors, but we won't get you started there. But if I'm going to be honest, the accountability probably wasn't there with the Blues in previous years. So where does that stem from? Where does that come from for them to be able to find that? Because I always said they are the most talented outfit if they get things right off the field. Yeah, it is. And there's guys, mate, I, don't, I don't, almost don't want to single guys out. But there is guys yep. out in there that have grown a little bit, and, and mate, oh, yeah, said it's difficult. I don't want to single guys, single guys out, but I almost feel like I have yep. to to make my point. Um, what I'll say, mate, is is Dalton um, Dalton Papali is a guy who I think leads the team really, really well. Um, when it's time to knuckle down and get stuck in, he'll put it straight across the bell. Um, but at the same yep. stage. He's not so high up in his own importance that the boys can't have a crack at him and and, uh, and joke with him. So he leads really well. Then you've got guys like um, Julie Eklund as well, who has just grown over the last couple of years and stuff. And also, mate, um, one of your old mates, I'll tell you what, is, is uh, this year, you know, and this has been developing for a while, but this year I will tell you, mate, um, as you probably know better than me because I've, I've only had dealings with him for this season, um, Luke Romano is a good human, you know what I mean? Like he, um, yeah. he might be slowing down a little bit in his uh, in his playing ability, but geez, he's a good human and good for the environment, yeah. you know. And it takes good humans to, to make good in. teams. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Hey, just before we let you go, Batesy, um, who's the name on your lips down there? Who's the kid that we can look forward to in the future in a black jersey? Mm. Oh, I'll, I'll look with it with an L with our squad, and, and it's probably harder. And I will say it's harder for us than in normal years to. To tell you, like last year, um, we had uh, we had plenty of guys in here, like sort of Corey Evans, who, and we had six guys in here that are now playing for the Blues. Um, for us this year, it is a little bit harder to to be so direct with a name, and the reason why that is, some of our boys have only played 12 games of rugby in the last two years because of the COVID. Yeah. So um, we and mate, and that's why we're so wrapped to be here at this tournament because we are playing rugby and we are developing the Blues youth which is wonderful for us. Um, and this is not a cop-out by any stretch of the imagination, but we probably don't have, as an organisation, quite the understanding of the level that our players are at compared to sort of previous years. But I'll, I'll, throw, some, I'll throw some names out there, and one name that is starting for us today at six, um, who's full-time with the New Zealand Sevens, is Shay Clark, who's out of um, King's College last year. Um, he's a, a wonderful athlete, and he's been released for the, from the Sevens just to have us uh, this week. We've got guys like Wallace Satiti, who you'll know, Sumo Satiti, that's his son. Um, a guy, Josh Berry at Locke, is a very, very good talent as well. So you'll notice I'm very forward-centric because they're the people that really matter. So <laughs> I won't worry about those other guys. <laughs> hey, thanks, thanks a lot, Batesy, for coming on today. I just saw Izzy, he was writing that name down. He's going straight down to Razor now to say, look, mate, go and get that Shay Clark. Aaron Webb. Bring him out, bring him out of the blues. <laughs> no, joking. But, mate, um, yeah, ha- have a good day. Uh, all You'll the best today. you a few again. of ours, Batesy? No. Well, you see, what you'll notice is I, is I only named people that were locked up for six-year contracts, so I didn't name anyone we were trying to sign. So, mate, I look silly, but I'm not stupid, all right? <laughs> I can't say the same thing. Anyway, <laughs> hey, um, all the best against the Highlanders today. Batesy, go well, and uh, make sure you get a win today just to keep yourself in that competition. Good to talk to you this morning. Champion, guys. Thanks very much, eh? Mate, the other thing I just wanted to point out, the same time over in Australia is the Australian Secondary Schools Rugby League Tournament. So a lot of the scouts are over there at the moment. Um, I think I don't know whether it's a timing thing by the New Zealand Rugby Union, but they probably know that. 
uh, that the Australian schoolboys tournament's on at the same time. So, uh, yeah, mate, look, that's uh, the nature of the beast these days, is he? If Talon's on show, you're going to get people there watching to try and take you to either coast. Oh, 100%. 100%. And they'll be silly not to, the NRL scouts, mate. They'll be silly not to be in Taupo watching that outfit and watching these young players come through because the re- reality is not all of them are going to make it. Not all of them are going to get opportunities. But one thing I'd say is in New Zealand under-20s, we have struggled as of late. This under-20s tournament is very, very important for the development. You spoke, uh, Batesy spoke about it. They've had 12 games in the last two years. Going forward, we really need to now this next six months. Otherwise, it's going to be a tough because we know the importance of the grassroots and the pathways for the All Blacks for, for our Black Ferns going forward. If we don't nail this next six months, it's going to be a tough couple of years. Izzy, a new coach named for that side as well, Tom Donnelly. Uh, I think yes. we should we should Sassy. yeah we should do our best to catch up with Tom because that's an extremely good point you make. And we talk about generations and kind of you know re- great generations that move. You can you can pinpoint them if you when you look back at the All Blacks and you look at a lot of that 2011 uh, or 2015 side. You look at the teams they played in in the age grades and you can you can see it. You know the seeds are planted early. So Tom Donnelly's job is huge, isn't it? It is huge. It is huge, mate. Like, we look at our age grades and we see the players. Look, I named my team when I played in uh, in the 90s. We had uh, Ben Afiaki, Ash Dixon at hooker. We had Pai Whaanunu at the other prop. Uh, we had Sam Whitelock at lock. We had uh, Nasimani on the left. We had Peter Saeli on the right. We had Luke Braid on the on the open side. We had Daniel Kirkpatrick at 10. Ryan Crotty at 12. We had uh, Robbie Fruin at centre. That year he got... World Player of the Year. We had Sean Maitland on the left, Zach Guilford on the right with Cade Pukki. We had myself at the back with Trent Renata and Sean Maitland, mate. Just, whew. So that's like the importance of it. These are the players that have gone on and actually forged a career. So it just really emphasises the importance of our pathways, which we always talk about, Uncle. It's, mm. you know, giving these players genuine development. Yeah, nice, nice, nice names too. Reminiscing there, um, is he on all those mm. players? I've, I've often thought that too. I've I've gone back and had a look at these under twenties from way back when blokes are coming through, and I like watching the schools um, and the and the teams that the players are playing through through the schools competitions as well. And you're dead right, mate. They're, they're, it's a, it's a shop window these days. Um, if you're any good, you're going to get yeah. picked up. Yeah, bang on, Kimpy. Mm. Is he well said? Some awesome names there, and a couple of those guys still going around and, and playing handy enough footy as well. So <laughs> uh, we'll try catch up with Tom Donnelly. I think that's a great one for us to follow up on. Uh, 21 minutes past 8 o'clock. Hey, a bit of uh, breaking news this morning, everybody, uh, while we've been on here. So we're going to get this for the next wee while. We're going to see this happen more and more and more often. Uh, the... Commonwealth Games team is being assembled. So up after 9 o'clock today, Smithy's going to catch up with Hamish Carter, legend, about the New Zealand triathlon mm. team because they've just been named for the Com Games. Congrats to Nicole Vanderkay, uh, Ainsley Thorpe, Andrea Hansen, Taylor Reid, Hayden Wild, Dylan McCulloch, and uh, they, they've all been selected in that side. We've spoken to Hayden Wild a couple of times. This is a really talented group of triathletes, uh, a mixture of individuals and in the team there. So Hamish Carter to run his eye over them with Smithy up after 9 o'clock today, and he'll give his opinion about that. We will see more and more uh, selections for the Commonwealth Games happening over the next wee while. 22 minutes past 8 o'clock. Paul Mawadi, the party from tab.co.nz, not far away. 
Here with Chemist Warehouse, Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Great savings every day. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.